Hello, welcome to Un Cafecito con Mera Regina podcast. Have you ever felt down, sad, angry, overwhelmed, or maybe just full of joy, but have no one to talk to? Well, this is a place where we can talk about anything that is taking space in our hearts without formalities while we enjoy a fun cafecito. I'm Maria Regina, your host. This podcast is meant to inspire, entertain, and empower you. So, now, let's get to today's show. <laughs> was a blessing. Your memory is a treasure. Your words and your love will always remain with me. Nothing prepare us for losing a dear, precious loved one. And dealing with the loss of a parent is probably the hardest thing anyone will ever have to go through. However, faith and hope will give us the strength to stay afloat. Today, my friend and I sat at a coffee shop, so you guys are probably going to hear a little bit of the chatter in the background. Well, he's a young, sweet, handsome guy who's always singing, dancing, and with a positive attitude no matter what the day brings. <laughs> he shared a little bit of his story and left an encouraging message to everybody. So, now, let's get to today's show while we enjoy of one or maybe two cafecitos. <laughs> Hello, Hello. <my> How's <laughs> it going? Good. How are you? Good. This is so exciting for me. I've never oh done this before. I'm so excited. I'm thrilled that you're here me having too. a coffee with me. Thank you so much for um, accepting the invitation to be part of the podcast. Welcome. Oh, thank you for thinking of me. This is great. I'm all buzzed on coffee now. This is great. <laughs> yeah, this is, well, actually our, like, what, like three, like third um, cup of coffee <laughs> ready, so. Yeah, I lost count after like five, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so excited. Again, like, welcome to the podcast, Un Cafecito con Maria Regina. Thank you. Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you been? Yeah, pretty good. Not, uh, not a heck of a lot going on these days with COVID and all that, right? So, like, I've mostly just been puttering around the house. I just had, like, a recent job change and all that. I'm only working part-time. I'm getting ready to go back to school. Awesome. So that's been like super fun. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, but I would like to uh, start uh, by giving a little bit uh, a brief background of how we met. Yeah. How and when. So uh, we started working together in 2019, I believe, for over eight months or so. Yeah, it was like just under. A full year, so yeah, yeah something like that, eight, nine months, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, you know, you were a very special person, uh, you're a beautiful soul, and uh, you were always like injecting like joy and enthusiasm, yeah. enthusiasm, and, and and that place, and 
it was always so um, amazing to have a conversation with you, like Aww. either like personal related or work related. But <laughs> uh, I missed you. Like after you like left, I missed you so much. I like I just have to say to you, like the first day that you like came into the store and all that, I'm like that type of person that's like. You know, I'm super into like the glamour and like the looking good and like they just coming in and being a lot kind of bougie lifestyle or whatever. Oh. And when you first walked in in your high heels and all that, I was oh just goodness. like, I'm going to love working with this woman. <laughs> right off the bat, I was like, yes, she is the one. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Well, that cost me, you know, like being without walking. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. For anybody that doesn't know that, Maria yeah. was off work for a little while because of those heels that she wore on her first day. Yeah, I know, I know, but well. Here I am again, like uh, back in, in my feet, my two feet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I miss you. I miss you too. I miss you. you. Know? Yeah. I, I love that you were always singing, dancing. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that spirit is, is, is adorable. Yes, mm. you are. Yeah, this is the first time we've actually like kind of seen each other, I feel like, in a while. Right? It like, is. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, so. And and having a coffee, and we were always saying like that. We, we have to go and and, and get a coffee together, mm-hmm, right? But mm-hmm. we never did. We so. never really did. Yeah. No, no. And then you called me up to do this podcast, and I was just like, oh my god, that's so exciting. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and this idea to be at a coffee shop, it was great. Yeah, it really works perfect. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love that. It. We can get together and see each other's faces. So I love that. Yeah. Alrighty. So um, I always uh, like to start by asking my guests to please say um, a little bit about themselves. So yeah. would you like to uh, talk a little bit about like where did you were born? And yeah, totally. So, um, well, my name is Taylor, and I. I'm uh, born and raised in Maple Ridge, so I was, I've was i been in the same house for 25 years. Mm. Um, so, let's see, I, yeah, I started, I went through school and all that, and when I was midway through high school, I developed, like, a huge love and passion for music. So, uh, I went through all the choirs, I was in all the bands, I was, like, that nerdy band kid kind of thing. But, so, nowadays, I'm just, like singing like every opportunity I get which I'm sure to some people is kind of annoying but, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah it's a huge passion for me um, I went to school for music briefly uh, I mm-hmm. didn't I didn't go through the whole course of that um, unfortunately but uh, then when I met Maria I was working at um, Vantage Pools and Spas the pool and hot tub company and I was doing the accounting assistant so I was um doing all the numbers and the paperwork and all that kind of stuff, which was super fun, even though both of those subjects were, like, the worst for me in high school. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so, yeah, and I've just uh, I've been living in the same house with my sister, um, yeah, for my whole life, and that's kind of my, me in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> How old are yeah. you? I'm 25, so 25. 25 years in the same house, 25 years old. I'm Yeah, my whole life has been in Maple Ridge. Oh, wow. Well, that's so. good. And You know what? I, I actually, this is... Not my first time in Maple Ridge, but I like it. I like this area. It's a cute little town. Like, okay, the thing that I always say to people about Maple Ridge is that it's, like, I feel like it's, like, one of those places that you travel through, like, when you're going from one destination to Mm -hmm. the other. Like, if you're going, for example, from, like, I don't know, back east and you're coming through Vancouver area, you come through here, then you're wanting to go into, like, I don't know, Kelowna or something like that. Like, you would pass through Maple Ridge and be like, oh, this is a nice little town. Stop for coffee, maybe some food or something, but... People don't really, like, stay here, though. <laughs> so, not, there's not a lot to do here, but it is a nice little Which is town. good at the same time, right? It is, yeah. So, um, 
Well, something that I, I like and I found like very special from you as well as um, how you face adversities in life. And uh, even though like you're very young. So I know you went through hard times and uh, especially when you were in your um, high school years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, did you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so like basically when I when I was like fresh graduated out of high school, um, actually I guess I should say it was like it was like a year after I graduated. Um, we were my mom was going through um, treatments for cancer. She was unfortunately diagnosed with cancer when she was. Uh, or uh, sorry, a year after I graduated. So mm -hmm. um, it was kind of like a big shock because we don't have a history of that in our family or anything. And it was kind of just out of nowhere. Uh, and it did start very small. We caught it quite early, um, but it was incredibly aggressive, right? So wow. my mom had like a very long year. She went to like Mexico. She went to uh, all these different like hospitals around the lower mainland here um, to get help for it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think there was, if I remember correctly, there was a time where they thought they had a really, really good hold, um, hold on it or like where it kind of seemed like it was maybe going into remission a little bit. Um, and then it just like came back again, like super, super aggressive. Um, I can't remember if I said this or not already, but it was uh, triple negative breast cancer. So I guess that's like super, super aggressive. So um, anyways, after about a full year, unfortunately, she did lose her battle to cancer. So um, the family kind of had to go through that. Mm -hmm. um, I felt worse for my sister because she was actually graduating when this happened. So oh, no. um, she kind of had to go through her last year, of the last half of her last year of high school um, having this happen. So um, what was actually really neat, though, which was like, oh, this was so cool. We had uh, the principal at the time of her school. Um, who was, side note, married to our family doctor, oh. so uh, who was helping my mom with her cancer treatments. Mm -hmm. um, my mom wanted to see my sister graduate, right, to watch her do the walk and all that. So the principal and the student counselor and, of course, the principal's wife, our family doctor, all came to our house along with a group of our closest friends. And my sister put her grad dress on and, like, she oh. got her cap and everything, and they gave her her diploma in front of my mom oh, so that she goodness. could watch the process oh, happened, right? that was so, beautiful. Yeah, and then, I mean, unfortunately, ah. about a month or so after that is when she is when she passed. So um, it was a lot. It was a big uh, grieving process for everyone, but um, that was, uh, it'll be seven years this coming May. So a while wow. back now, but still something that's in our minds, right? So, mm -hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, well definitely no one and there's nothing that prepare us um for death mm -hmm. right and and to lose a, a loved one um i lost my brother and uh, i would say tragic you know death that was like five years ago mm -hmm. and uh but i remember that the pain was so extreme that it kind of like numb you mm -hmm. right uh, but then after a while, I remember that, okay, it's when you started like realizing, mm -hmm. right, what happened and that the person is no longer with you. So did you experience like depression or anxiety in that time? How did you manage with those like roller coaster of emotions? Oh yeah, time? big time. Like during, I remember the time of, um, like you said, like when it actually happened, 
it was just like it's such a numbing feeling right like you just mm-hmm. don't know how to react I mean even backtracking a little bit uh, when my mom was kind of in her last X amount of weeks of her battle with cancer mm-hmm. she was in the in the hospice right she was in the the home at the end right just so she was with nurses at all times and everything and um, we were visiting her every day obviously um, and uh, we actually thankfully we got to be there with her as she was like taking her last breath and everything so we got to be there to you know really kind of give her the full send off right mm-hmm. um, now that being said when it actually does happen in person I'm sure there are other people out there that can relate to this I find that your brain it's almost like your brain goes into shock like you just don't know how to yes. process what exactly is happening like I couldn't I didn't cry I couldn't cry when I was there I didn't mm-hmm. feel like mm-hmm. I was upset I didn't feel like I was obviously not happy or anything but I was just I just didn't know how to feel right and then it wasn't until like I think it was like a day or two afterwards or like a week later or something like that where I really started to feel like more of like the grief start to kick in like the sadness right and I did go through a very up and down period of you know being very depressed and kind of keeping to myself and thankfully I've had a lot of um, really really close friends and family members and all that that uh, have been able to be there for me and um, yeah it's just we've, we've had a huge huge support group uh, through yeah loved ones uh, and through other family members and everything so it's been doable awesome. and uh, you know every now and again I know I said it's been almost seven years now but every now and again you still go through the waves it just kind of hits you out of yes. nowhere yes um, especially like on the anniversary of and even with that it's like very back and forth like I think it was year two was pretty bad year three was like nothing mm-hmm. like it was no problem and then all of a sudden year four came around yes. and it was like super bad again yes. so yeah. you know seasonal I guess kind of thing it's, it's kind of like they're like stations right like stages I mean stages, uh, stages yeah. yes totally uh, and then you go through the first one and then mm. okay whew, you pass that one but then yeah. the second one right yeah. so every stage mm-hmm. is completely different yeah yeah and like the month the whole month of May is basically just a write-off for me I find because uh, she so she passed in May and then May is also I think Mother's Day is in the same month right oh. so it's like one thing after the wow. other so it's like usually the month of May we just is a big write-off mm-hmm. for us but wow but I think it's good to be able to just let it out. Totally, yeah. Right? Whatever you're feeling, you're mm-hmm. experiencing, it's okay not yes. to be okay. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, I don't know what you think about these, but uh, being uh, vulnerable, mm-hmm. it's hard. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah, very hard, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I always found, too, that like I'm, I tend to always be like a the type of person and I I enjoy being this type of person as well um, being the person that is kind of there for others but Mm -hmm. I find that uh, because of that I have a harder time letting my own emotions out because I'm usually like oh like I'm I'm the one that's supposed to be taking care of you right like so exactly um, but I've learned over the years you know it's it's good to be there for yourself too yes exactly like be able to talk about things and rely on people when you can and all that so yeah, so, like, I was always uh, kind of a mama's boy, so <laughs> my mom was always really, really big on um, no matter what you're going through, always do it with a smile on your face, always be positive, oh, that's um, be there for others whenever you can. Everybody, I'm sure, says, like, oh, I've got the best mom in the world, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I have never met another person in my life that was more 
po- had had such a positive outlook on life, even while she, while she was going through her treatments, while she was in so much pain that she was wow. in and all that. She just consistently was always asking how other people were doing, or always wow. doing it with a positive smile on her face. Like she was never strong woman. Oh yes, she was never never like unhappy. You know, one of those people that mm-hmm. was just always. Mm-hmm. happy around other people mm-hmm. so I kind of strive to try to do that myself exactly. granted some days are hard but uh, <laughs> um but you I try are to be positive thank you you are I, I remember that uh not a couple but a, a lot of times I was coming a little bit like even though I try the mm-hmm. same thing you know like to put a, this big smile on my day regardless how I'm feeling inside mm-hmm. but a couple of times I came to your office like hey can you talk a couple minutes? And like, yeah, come here. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. And uh, But you always gave me that confidence, mm-hmm. you know, that I was able to talk with you and, and be myself. Mm-hmm. That's something that I like. That I, I, I can be, I could be myself. I can be myself in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Aw. Yes. Thank and, you. And I'm glad. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And, and um, it's hard, especially when you're in a, country that is mm-hmm. you know it's not your country mm-hmm. uh the language right and then people tend to judge you could say accent mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so but with you i never feel like that Aww. yes and, and uh, actually you were like helping me right like Aww, with the I'm words glad. and the, oh yeah i used to love it when you come into my office every now and again and you just come in you'd be like oh, oh you'd have like a look on your face <laughs> and just because like i don't know a customer a ru- you have a rude customer or something and i'd be like oh this is gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, but you were that. always helping with that. Uh, oh, let me go there. I used to love hearing the tea. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like that from you. Mm. So yes, I, I, you're, you're doing great. Thank yes. you. You you learned uh, something very special from your mom, and yep, I, I, I'm pretty sure she's happy. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. She's and. Um, well, thank you for sharing these. Yeah, of yeah, course. Thank yeah. you. Um, so now what? How do you see yourself and your future, uh, near future? I'll yeah. Say. So, uh, okay. So experience in the past, I've always been in customer service. Like I've always been doing retail of some sort. Fresh out of high school, I was working at uh, Mark's Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Right, which I don't know if there's any like international people listening or well, not. Well, actually, but, yes, I was gonna okay. say that for people so, who don't know where Maple Ridge is. Yeah, at, so Mark's like, Work Warehouse, I think it's, I think it's just called Mark's now, um, is a clothing store that's specific to Canada. Like I don't think they have any of them anywhere else in the world besides so. Canada. But anyways, so I worked at Mark's for four years. I specialized in men's jeans, so clothing. <laughs> um, and then after four years of working there, I got asked by um, our old boss at Vantage, Rhett, who's also a family friend of mine, going way back if I wanted to come work for Vantage Pools and Spas. And I started off there doing the retail as well, doing like the customer service and all that. And then I don't really know how exactly it happened, but they kind of just started giving me like some of the paperwork and the invoicing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they would give me more and more and more. And then eventually I just became the full blown like accounting assistant there. Yeah, so, so that's where I was when I met Maria <laughs> and I was there for six years and I just quit that job because I've officially decided to go back to school for uh, visual effects like CGI and movies and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, I've always been fascinated by the special effects in movies I'm a huge movie fanatic mm-hmm. I'm that person that goes back to see movies like three times in the theaters <laughs> just to find all the little missing things that I found the first time um and uh yeah so I'm just working part-time at a pet store right now which I know sounds kind of lame but uh it's just 
change of scenery while I'm going to school, just a change in my life. And, and you're working toward your dreams. Exactly, exactly. I'm Which doing something great. that interests good, me. Good, good. Yeah. Like we were talking uh, earlier today, we're going to find a lot of distractions, right, in the role. Like, yeah. Oh, but we need to be focused, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So how, how do you think you can keep focused um, when you want something in life when there's a lot of distractions in your way? Oh, um, well, d- kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, definitely positivity <laughs> helps, mm-hmm. like, just keeping positive. Uh, like I said before, like, nothing is the end of the world for you. Like, there's always going to be the day after. So, yeah. Um, don't get distracted by things that might be happening to you today because things can change at the drop of a pin tomorrow, yes, right? So always keep sure. focused on uh, the positivity of what can come out of down the road. Keep fighting for what you believe in and... Like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just go for it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what is your motivation to keep moving forward in life right now? Um, well... I'm a big people person, so I think the biggest thing for me is um, my close friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I There's a couple of people right off the top of my head I can think of that are just like my people, right? Like the people that are, are always there for me that I can talk to about things when I need to, and they're just kind of my positive reinforcement to life, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, yeah, it's been, uh, they, they've been a huge help. And then, of course, uh, doing other things that I love. As I said before, music is a huge passion for me. So I'm doing music pretty much every day, (laughs) you know, singing with my piano. I'm still doing vocal lessons to keep myself happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So That's awesome. And do you have, like, a YouTube channel or how people can... Yeah. Can follow you and so, see what you're doing. This is where I get to like talk about all my like social media and stuff. Like, <laughs> follow me at Gilmore Music on Instagram. <laughs> so, no, I've got. Uh, so I do have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I only have like I think two videos on it. I haven't really been super hardcore on that yet. I'm trying to work on that. I'm getting some more recording equipment here to hopefully do some more in regards to music recordings. Uh-huh. Um, I've got some music, uh, like some kind of poorer quality music uh, recordings on my Instagram. That's how we and all start. Right? Exactly, right? Yeah. Like, you just start small and all that, so... Um, That's how I started with Un Cafecito, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? So, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't want to be like all, oh, like, go follow me or whatever, but it's Gilmore Music, G-I-L-M-O-R-E, music. So, I mean, feel free to look Did me up. Did you guys up. get that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. You start small, and then you work your way up and all that, and... Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping to do more with it. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. I was studying music before, but then I unfortunately stopped just because that was right when my mom was going through her treatments. So mm-hmm. I kind of just stopped and didn't really go back to it. So now I just do it as a as a passion. And it's okay, right? <laughs> yeah. We can always give like a take a break. Exactly. I think yeah. we all need that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's good. Um, so what do you believe in? Yeah, uh, like. Religious wise, like I do, uh, I I was always raised Jehovah's Witness and Mm -hmm. uh, I still have that in my life nowadays as well. Oh, so So. you believe in God? Oh, definitely. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, I do. Um, Yeah, I'm still a Jehovah's Witness. Um, I, because of COVID, like we haven't been able to go actually to the Kingdom Hall and all that, but um, it's been nice with Zoom and everything. We're still able to, um, uh, you know, see everyone. Uh, and uh, you know see all the loved ones and everything and um, 
still essentially get to go to the hall, but you're doing it all over Zoom, right? <laughs> so making the best of a situation. Um, but yeah, I definitely, definitely believe in God. I think that that's a big uh, part of um, having positivity in my life because I think uh, the message that it uh, sends out is very positive as well. So, so and it I mean, gives you like the strength? Oh, totally. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's very, very nice to kind of have that positive um, side piece in my life as well because um, I find that a lot of people struggle to kind of find something like that. Mm -hmm, you know, like mm -hmm. I definitely believe that there uh, is a higher power out there and um, I think a lot of people kind of have the same thing and for me that's what it is so yeah beautiful do you have like a quote or something that you really believe in there you know what actually there is um, this is actually a quote that my mom used to say all the time again being a mama's boy <laughs> so um, when I was when I was a child um, I was uh, big into Winnie the Pooh You know, Aww. the cartoon, the Winnie the Pooh. So <laughs> I loved it, loved it, loved it. And uh, my mom liked it as well. So <laughs> um, she used to say this quote all the time. And uh, I actually painted this quote on our wall. Is um, you're stronger than you seem. You're braver than you believe. And you're smarter than you think. And oh. I just think that that quote is so good for having self-confidence in life. And to be able to, uh, you know, do what you believe in and, you know, be able to move forward and follow your dreams and, yeah. you know, because again, I think a lot of people struggle to find that sort of thing in life, like yes. having personal confidence in a lot of things. And that quote has really helped me to find that in myself, especially considering that it's a um, message that my mom used to mm -hmm. really, really enjoy as well. Aww. So she used to preach that a lot herself. So that's yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, um, youth people out there uh, trying to find their identity and, and their purpose in life. What can you say about that? Um, I think in regards to that sort of situation, um, always be true to who you are. Don't pretend that you're something you're not. Don't do things because you think it is going to you know, not be accepted by the rest of the world. I have my own experiences in that. You know, when I when I first, like, came out as gay myself, you know, that was, that was a big pinnacle in my life because I, for most of the, for the well, for the first half of my life, um, just kept it to myself. I kept mm -hmm. it hidden. 12 years, I, I knew what I was, and I didn't let it out because I just, um, I was always afraid of what the reaction would be. And then, uh, surprise, surprise, it actually happened, and uh, <laughs> the reaction wasn't as bad. You know, there, there have been some friendships lost, unfortunately, but um, I would say at least about 80% have been positive reactions to that. And I oh, think wow. uh, just being who you are and being true to yourself is the best thing you can do for yourself and for those around you exactly. as well. It helps you become a better person. That, that's, you know, I, I like that because... Um, Also, um, as a mother, I thought my identity was in that role, mm -hmm. being a mom. Mm -hmm. And once my children um, grew up and they have their own life, I thought that I was done. Like, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. Who am I? Right? And, and I thought my worth, my value was mm -hmm. in, in being a mom. And, mm -hmm. and no, right? Um, I was, um, I will say a little bit 
scared mm -hmm. or afraid to be, yes, myself, and, and to be able to show people that I can be vulnerable too, that, that I cry too, that I struggle with things in life too, right? So yes, just, just being yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And regardless who's coming and mm -hmm. who's leaving, mm -hmm. whoever mm -hmm. doesn't accept that and doesn't want to be with you, yeah. okay, bye. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, I think a lot of people too, like also like struggle, because I think the reason they struggle with the uh, being true to themselves or things like that is because they're afraid that if they do it, they won't be perfect, yeah. but nobody is perfect. Correct. Everybody has their vulnerabilities. Everybody has their own self-consciousness. Everybody has, you know, something in life that's going to make them not absolutely perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect human being. So, Correct. so uh, just be the best you that you can be. And I mean, that's all you can really do. Right. And as long as you're doing that, then you lead a good life. So. Yes. I'm actually, I, I will say, I will call myself a perfectionist in recovery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's, it's costing me even like therapy. You yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, we tend to think like uh, you have to be perfect. Everything you do has to be perfect. And, and no, mm -hmm. there's no such a thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and that's beautiful too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. There's, there's this beauty in imperfection. Yeah as well right so um, okay now uh what is uh, your biggest challenge or what has been <laughs> your biggest challenge in your life oh well i have a big problem with um people uh, how do i word this i I have a terrible problem with people not liking me. Like, I always want people to like me. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I struggle a lot Acceptance. with the, Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that has to do with my coming out story or whatever it is. But I, I'm like, I'm a people pleaser. You know, I, I do things to make sure that everyone around me is comfortable and, um, you know, enjoying themselves around me. You know, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to mm -hmm. do anything that's going to offend anybody. Um, I think because of that, sometimes uh, I do struggle a little bit with the... Um, uh, you know, doing my own thing or being true to myself at times just because I want people to to like me. <laughs> so mm -hmm. now that's something that I have worked on for a while and I've gotten a lot better at it. So Good. I'm uh, not like, you know, letting the people around me really control who I am at this point in my life as much. <laughs> so It's something uh, I've been learning during the, uh, everything I've been going through in life yeah. is that uh, I cannot please everybody. Yes. Right? Yes. And uh, not all people, all the people is going to love me. Not everybody's going to love me, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's good. It's it's okay, right? It, it's, it's good. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just okay to be ourselves. And totally, yeah. People like it, whether people like it or not. Right? Like, it sounds it sounds terrible, but it's like, you know what? This is who I am. This is what I'm doing with myself, in, in, regardless of whatever situation it is. And if people are with you on it, awesome. And if they're not, like, again, not to sound terrible, but if they're not okay with it, then bye. You know, like, yeah. see ya. Okay. Okay. So, now, let's talk about these pandemic <laughs> times. <laughs> what... Um, what have you learned? Let's start with that. What oh. have you learned? And then let's talk about the negative uh, Yes. No. So, I mean, definitely positive-wise, I've 
learned more how to, I guess, be a little more like self, self-sustaining. You know, like uh-huh. I, being stuck at home a lot with the pandemic happening, I've learned a lot more about, um, well, doing things around the house, for example, because I'm the type of person that always has a plan going on. I'm always going out mm-hmm. with people. I'm always doing something. And I think, uh, you know, our house where my sister and I live right now, it gets kind of neglected. Thank God okay. for her because she does a lot of the work. <laughs> um, but uh, I've definitely learned how to be more self, uh, self-sustaining self in that way. And um, I've definitely had to go through an uphill battle of learning how to do things by myself because I'm a very social butterfly. And <laughs> not having people around me gets a little depressing. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I but, know. I, I remember you were like, oh, my God, I'm going to be by myself tonight. Oh, I, yeah. There was a time and still sometimes where I go a little bit mentally insane being <laughs> stuck at home. But... <laughs> Why? Uh, Why do you think is that? I just, I don't know. Like, I, I I need to have, like, social activity happening around me. Like, I need to, even if I'm, like, not even with friends, I just have to have things happening around me, you know? Like, I'm, I'm always go, 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 and I always want to be doing things with somebody, and I enjoy the social aspect. So, do you think that might be a little bit like you don't enjoy being with yourself? By yourself? Yeah, like, when, I, when I'm by myself, I find that it's really easy for me to... You know, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, you know, you'll just go on Instagram or your TikTok or uh-huh. Snapchat and you just scroll through everything and you just, you'll end up sitting there for like hours or I'll watch a movie uh-huh. or seven, you know, <laughs> yeah. or I'll binge watch a TV series. Or the series. same movie se- seven times. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I find that, um, you know, by the end of doing that, you just feel like depressed, like you feel like the day is just gone, you've just mm-hmm. wasted yourself and all that, so... I don't know when I'm when I'm out doing things with people and getting that social interaction. It, that's what I feed off of, you know. Like I, that's how I keep myself positive is being around other people. So I've definitely learned how to keep myself entertained while not being around other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, what? How this pandemic? Uh, I would say more than a year. So this pandemic time affected you or? Well, what changed it? Yeah, well, I mean, definitely, again, like I said, like, I had to I had to adapt quite quickly how to do things alone, like how to mm-hmm. stay at my house. I've gotten a little bit of social interaction, thankfully, um, you know, when the restrictions aren't quite as high. I mean, even right now, for example, we're sitting here having coffee, which is just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's been it's been a struggle, though, to have to kind of figure out how to do that how to keep yourself entertained i'm very much an extrovert so um yeah i think it's 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 definitely affected. so that will be your negative side yes from this. exactly um i guess positive positive side of it i've learned um how to kind of connect with myself a little more mm-hmm. you know like kind of mm-hmm. get in touch with more of my own um I don't know. I not to sound like super like cliche, but like my inner feelings and like yeah, my yeah. own my own mentality, you know. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been positive in that way. But mm-hmm. I'm still looking forward to when we all get to go out with friends again. Now, that's for sure. <laughs> well, we're here today, that's right. so we're here that's, today. that's yeah, that's something good. Um, okay, so now, what do you think? What's your opinion about social media? Okay, so I've got, like, super, super, like, mixed feelings when it comes to social media because I love Instagram, I love Snapchat, I love TikTok, but I also, in the negative side of things, I I look at it as almost like a, it's like a whirlpool of 
you just you, you get stuck on it, right? Like you'll end up yes. wasting like yes. hours, hours on it, and then I just feel like sad afterwards, you know, because yeah. it's like, what have I done with my life, mm-hmm. right? But um, I, I do enjoy posting every now and again. I don't post very often, mm-hmm. but I do post whenever I can. Uh, usually, it's like every other month or so on like Instagram, TikTok. I rarely post. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I think it's good for advertising yourself or good for kind of sharing your life with people. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the type of person that likes to just take a bunch of random selfies and just post that all over Instagram because to well, me, I do take a lot of uh, but like there's nothing selfies, wrong with that. There's nothing I don't post them all. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I just I just find that when yeah. it comes to Instagram specifically, yes. I'm very much more into I'm going to post something because it's a memory of some Correct. sort, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, every every picture I like to think kind of signifies some sort of experience yes. in life or something that yes. I've done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I am guilty for like the random selfie every now and again, but <laughs> not very often. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And, and, and that's something that I do. I, I, I enjoy my selfies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I try when I post a photo... I try to leave a message, mm-hmm. you know, with that. So mm-hmm. something that I was thinking, you mm-hmm. know, in that time or leave a, a, a positive mm-hmm. message, right? Because there's a lot of negativeness in, in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and I notice in social media, uh, people is looking for acceptance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. likes. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, especially like the young people can get so discouraged. Yeah, like if you don't get like that many likes within the first Correct. hour or something, it's like we're, we're consistently looking for that instant gratification by the X amount of likes there that you, you get go. on a post, exactly. right? Exactly, yes. And when people don't get that, it sends them into a depression sometimes, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so it's anything that you would like to say like a message that you would like to leave to our audience and um, by saying all that I mean we have people listening in uh, Central America and wow. uh, US here in Canada yeah. and actually I find out that we have a couple of uh, listeners in um, I think it's uh, United Kingdom Oh, cool. I know, Oh, wow, this is so international. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, message-wise, I just, I I feel like I've said this a couple of times, but, like, just being true to yourself, stay as positive as you can, and um, always just, you know, try to have a positive outlook on life, because if you're struggling with something today, it's always going to be not as bad tomorrow, you know? Like, it's not going to seem as bad the next day. Time heals everything. I'm a true believer of that. So um, <laughs> There's always hope. There's always hope. Yes. There's always hope. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a silver lining to every cloud. All the cliche sayings in the world, they're all true. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that beautiful message. Mm. And uh, what was anything else that you would like to say? keep singing you know never stop doing music in your life <laughs> i don't care if you can't sing i don't care if you're tone deaf always sing yeah i love that yeah, always always sing thank you very much for this time thank you for having me this has been great yes i i love it this was very very special oh it was really thank nice to see thank you, you for being too. part of uh, the podcast thank you and uh feel so welcome to come back yeah oh please anytime yeah this has been great so <laughs> Okay, that's all for today, friends. 
Thanks for tuning into this episode. Hope you've been entertained, inspired, and empowered. If so, I would love if you hit the subscribe button and you start following us so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you would like to connect with me, feel free to send me an email at uncafecitoconmariaregina at gmail.com or visit my website at mariabolanos.net to check out my blog and to know a little bit more about me. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>